You are listening to Insights with Kathleen. Please join me while I share my insights and experiences with the hope to inspire you to look inside of yourself for the answers that you already have. As with all information we receive, take what speaks to you and leave the rest. Welcome back, everyone. So glad you can join us yet again. Woo! I am pumped. Yes. Yes. So again, we have Sherry with us. Hello, What's up, guys? I am here. I'm ready. I am pumped. Okay. What do yes. you got? What do you have for me today? All right, I'm ready. Okay, you ready? You ready? I'm, I'm ready. ready. I okay. think I'm ready. Okay, are you okay. ready? So, are you sure you're ready? I was just yes, I'm ready. <laughs> so pretty much what had happened, I was talking to you earlier, and I was like trying to think of a topic for the show and stuff like that, and I was overthinking way too much, and then the answer was right in front of us. And I guess my question would be, have you ever been like on such a high, right? You're like doing really well. You got a great job. Like everything's great. You're doing things that you love, and then out of nowhere, you like. You you blink and there's so much crap everywhere. Like there's like you know like I for me personally I know I was just having like issues with you know certain people or like just working long hours, not eating enough, not drinking enough, not really like I just woke up and like you know I'm just like in this like funk and I'm like you know we I was talking with you and I was like wow I'm shocked I'm not in a funk <laughs> and now I wake up and I'm like wow I'm in a really big funk and I don't know where that went where that came from. I don't know if that's happened to you, but it's happening to me. And I'm trying to climb my way out and figure it out. But even in my body, I felt like distress. And I was like, you know, for me, when I feel that, I'm just like, there's something I need to be doing. And I didn't know what. So that was my question I posed to you. Has that happened to you? And like, you know, what advice would you give our listeners? Yes, that has happened to me. Wow. And uh, it's going to take a little work. Right. So I know. Nobody (laughs) wants to hear that word work. No. So if I'm hearing you correctly, so you're up on this big high, things are going really well. Right. You're feeling great about everything. You're stoked. You're psyched. Yeah. You know, and we are in the holiday season. We are. And, you know, energies could be running high. Yeah. And sometimes when we're on that high or something's really warming our hearts, whether it is the season or things are pulling together or you have a new love in your life. Right. And so you overlook things. Yeah. When, when we're really that that happy, we tend to overlook things and we tend to to allow our personal boundaries to be crossed sometimes. So like, for instance, would be that um, for me personally. OK, so we'll relate it to me is that because, you know, it is about me. No, it, it's all about you, Kathleen. <laughs> no, it's not Kathleen. really, but we can pretend <laughs> <laughs> is that like. When I'm into a, a relationship, like a, a new relationship, yeah, which, which now you know I'm reaching like really far back to. <laughs> 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 Maybe she's not. Okay. And I'm all starry-eyed and and like just loving how I'm feeling because what's inside of me is being magnified through somebody else and it's coming back at me and I'm feeling all warm and fuzzy. Yeah. So then my kids could probably like do stuff that like. Normally, I'd be like right? down their throats more yeah. and saying, no, no, no. But, but I'm like, oh, it's okay because mom's really happy. So, you know, I'll let you go on that one but just because I'm really happy. And then all of a sudden, so, like, like I, I must get tired, right? Uh-huh. So so there's always a breaking point for people. Yes. And you can only sustain that, you know, kind of like oh, yeah. Snow White. <laughs> you know the animals are singing yeah. and it's so beautiful and it's tummy's coming like that whole yeah. la 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 yeah all that good stuff <laughs> right so you really can only sustain that for, for a certain amount of time and then life really smacks you in the face it did so when you start unpacking it and you look backwards you kind of set yourself up for it 
because what it is is that you know you're just so starry-eyed over here and you're so whatever and, and the world is just lovely but in the meantime all these people are crossing boundaries oh yeah sashaying into <laughs> sashaying one by one you know i i agree with you completely because even for me personally just you know like just like people i know like you know i'd be like the same way i was like oh dude i'll definitely do this for you or like i'll do this favor and stuff that's way like you know out of my boundaries that i even should be doing so i, I continued to do it because i was like hey i'm feeling really great i'm starting a new podcast with kathleen like <laughs> this is awesome and then like i guess i started to notice i was like Wow, I actually don't like this at all. This is actually exhausting. Or this is wait, wait, wait. Do you not like doing the podcast? No, 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 The podcast is the highlight. Just so you all know. No, just doing all the favors and just like, oh, can you take me here? Can you do this for me? Can you do that? And then I just realized I was like, wow. You know, I don't know if the way I could describe it is like, you know, if you like. Tell someone you're bad, not all the time, but if someone have like a bad childhood, but they don't know it. And then they tell other people and they're like, oh God, that shouldn't be like that. Obviously I'm not, it's not to that extreme, but then like my inner self woke up and I was like, wait a minute, Sherry, what are you doing? You shouldn't be doing this and you shouldn't be needing to hear this or have these boundaries crossed. And now I'm all mad and I'm just like, I don't know where to put this now. <laughs> Because I don't want to yell at anybody, but I'm just also like, hey, I need, like, you know, because I don't want to go into blind rage and be like, you, this and this and that, because that doesn't help anything, but. No, no, but but who are you really mad at, right? So is it really the person that we're looking at? Or, or yourself. yourself? Oh, yeah, yeah. Yourself, you're great. And, wow. that, and that's kind of where the work comes in. And that that's where, you, you know, I'm encouraging you to step back and look, okay, how am I participating in this? Too much. <laughs> Too much. You know, and and personally, it becomes really difficult when they're parents. Yeah, I can imagine. Yeah. So, so I know growing up, that was a difficult thing for me mm. to to really um, separate myself. And then when do you stop being the obedient child and start asserting yourself as the adult? Right. Yeah. You can still be respectful and of and course. Assort, assert yourself, not assort yourself, but assert, assert yeah, yourself. Yeah, you yourself up a bit. <laughs> yeah. Like I'm, <laughs> <laughs> I'm funny guys i'm very sorry funny. little giggle too um <clears throat> so you assert yourself and I, I think what ends up happening is unless we wake up as an individual to 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 the dynamics that are really happening mm-hmm. and are they um a healthy set of dynamics or is it a codependent set of dy- dynamics right yeah and when we wake up and we say, you know what, this just doesn't feel right. This doesn't feel good. It does not feel right. No. And and then that's when it's a wake up call for you. And if you're if you're bubbling up with some anger yes. or some other negative type emotions, well, that's an opportunity for you to stop, listen, feel. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Stop, <laughs> drop, and roll. Stop, <laughs> drop, and roll. Stop, <laughs> stop listening, listen, and feel. Put that on a shirt, please. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So you, what you want to do is it's an opportunity for you just to stop and check in with yourself. Okay. Why am I really mad? What it, it's not necessarily what's coming at me as much as what's happening inside of me. Honestly, I feel like for me with like the situation I was going through, I think I was just mad at myself because I wasn't loving of Sherry. Like Sherry doesn't need to be, you know, like all these boundaries crossed or just like Sherry doesn't need to be anyone's savior. You know what I'm saying? And that's kind of like the role 
that would happen sometimes with people. And I'm like, Sherry doesn't need, like, if, you know, Sherry doesn't have to be the savior. Sherry doesn't have to be, like, the one person and she can't do it. Like, everyone makes her feel bad. You know what I mean? And I guess, like, I've been struggling for that for a while. And I guess, like, now I'm just like, oh, I've been doing so good. I've been doing, like, all these things. I'm doing really well with boundaries. And then I woke up because I was so happy that I was like, oh, God, they are being crossed again. This I'm being put in this thing again. And we already, like, addressed this. And I'm mad because I'm just like, oh, God, I got to put, like, groundwork to go, like, try to fix that. Well, I, I think, you know, from what you're describing, <clears throat> sometimes I, I found in my experience is that when you recognize that there's an opportunity of growth, Right? Yeah. Like like a skill to to master, kind of like boundary setting. So yeah. being loving of oneself and setting personal boundaries yeah. and, and helping other people with that. And we feel like, okay, I got that. I got that. Yeah. And like you said, you're rolling along and all of a sudden it resurfaces. I would encourage you to look at it more like here's an opportunity for me to bring mastery into this new skill set. And it's an opportunity to continue practicing so that I can really, truly master it so it doesn't come bubbling back up again. Look at you talking about DBT. Do you know what that is? No. So DBT is dialect behavioral therapy. That's actually something I did. And basically, I mean, we could spend the podcast talking about it, but basically in a short gist for you guys, it's just like, it's a type of therapy because you have cognitive therapy where it's like, hey, you talk, you, you know, whatever. And then dialect is like, it's not really about what your issue is. It's about how you handle it. So there's this acronym called Dear Man. I think it's called Describe, Express, assert, reinforce, I'm trying to remember, mindfulness, um, act confident, and negotiate. So that's the whole acronym for like, if you're trying to, you know, ask someone or, you know, try to fit, try to not rectify a situation, but try to resolve a situation. So I've used that a couple of times Good. and uh, I'm using that because sometimes, you know, just for me personally, I'll like go into something and like maybe I'm mad at somebody, like a friend or something like that. And I'm just like, you know what? I'm just going to go in there and tell them what's <laughs> what. And like, you know, that can work to a point. But sometimes either people are sensitive, whatever. Sometimes it's like, oh, well, if I just say in a calm manner, hey, I didn't like when you did this. And I feel like it made me. And like, I think when they use express, instead of saying you did this or you're like, just say, hey, you can't be mad at me for feeling how I feel. I feel upset. I feel tired. I feel fatigued when you ask me to do these things. So I do really like that. It's a, uh, it helps me keep stable because like before I would have been like, yeah, you know what? I'm just going to, but now I'm just like, okay, I'm going to say this really calm. I'm not saying it like you suck or anything, but this is just how I feel. And this is how I feel we should fix it. <clears throat> yeah. And, that, and that's, that, that is part of, part of that outcome. That's part of, yeah. you know, stopping listening and feeling right is yeah. just getting in there and saying okay all right so now i'm going to share it back let's yes. share it back with the person i'm trying to relate with mm-hmm. so they can understand that this is kind of what's happening inside of me yes and i need you to hear it because my next i don't want you to be surprised by my next action <laughs> yes right and i think the person you know <laughs> on the receiving end was like i'm shocked what's going on and may like relate it to like oh, maybe it's this, maybe it's that, or maybe she's just going nuts. It's like, no, 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 there's definitely a reason for it. But like, I guess I wasn't in the greatest state of mind to be like, if I tell you, I'm just going to get angry and yell at you. So I'm like, all right, I do my little Zen thing where I'm just like, I'm going to take a nap and turn the lights off. And sometimes that's okay because you just need a moment for you. Yes. Right. And, and that's fair. And if somebody 
can't respect that, then that's when you have to get even stronger at setting that boundary and just saying, listen, if, if you're unable to respect this at this point in time, then I'm going to need to remove myself all the way. Yeah. Right. <clears throat> and then, um, as you're, I, I liked your, your little acronym as you're putting it all out, because ultimately when you're relating to somebody else, there is a level of negotiation that needs to happen. Yeah. Now, after you, you're setting that boundary and you're saying, okay, this, I want to share with you, this is making me feel this way, or I'm feeling this way when this thing happens. Yeah. Right. So therefore I, I am thinking of doing this. Yes. And then because you, we still want to relate to people, that's where the negotiation comes in. It's like, okay, let, let's have that conversation. And what will that look like? And what could I give? Can I give anything more? And what's the other person going to get? Yes. Right. So I have a friend who, um, is in a new relationship and, and there's children involved Okay, and, and there's different parenting, you know, um, philosophies or styles or, or whatnot or assortments. Yes. Involved. (laughs) And so they don't necessarily line up. Okay. Yeah. So there's going to be a bigger conversation. There needs to be a bigger conversation. So so the relationship's going to get more serious and there's going to be a blend if there's that kind of a talk and that kind of conversation. Yes. If you don't have the conversation about the philosophies or the styles, that relationship. It's not going to work. People will be frustrated. And I've seen that happen with like, you know, just people in general or just people in relationships where. Honestly, I mean, c- communication is like the best thing ever. Uh, it's like water. Well, okay, don't drink too much water because you'll drown. <laughs> but you know what I mean? Because I think, you know, it's great because like the friends I have now, it's like we could communicate and it's great. But like I remember growing up, like, <laughs> you know, just with friends or just people I related to, a big thing was like, I am mad at you and I'm just ne- not going to talk to you until you do this. And I've had many friends like that and just relatives or whatever. And I'm like, wow, okay, this is just how I relate to people now. It's just usually my fault. It's manipulation, right? It is. (laughs) (laughs) It's so bad. It's like, you couldn't tell what I was thinking? What? Um, And I'm like, Jesus. But now it's just like, no, you shouldn't have to guess what someone's thinking. They should just tell you. It doesn't, you know. Well, and that that puts the responsibility on the other person, right? So you're being responsible for you or I'm being responsible for me by being accountable to what's going on inside of me, being in touch with what's happening with myself. Yes. Unpacking whatever it is. Yeah. And then sharing out what I feel is appropriate to share out. So that's up to me. Like if someone's hurting my feelings, then if I want to continue to have that relationship with them, I need to share back to them to say, listen, this really hurt my feelings. Can we talk about that? And unless I'm expressing what my need is or what my hurt is or the other person's not going to know, no. you know, and, and, and it's funny cause, <laughs> um, I have to remind a lot of people in my life that I may appear to be able to read minds, but I don't, yeah, you, you know, you're, you're so, weird so you way. still need to use your words. <laughs> you, know? anyway, you just like, you just look at me and you're like, Oh, so this, this is what you're in. I'm like, what? But obviously I would still express to you like, Hey, this thing, even if you already somehow can read my mind. <laughs> Yeah. And then some of what we're talking about to remind, um, I want to share it too, is that, you know, people are really mirrors for each other. We really are. Yes. Yes. they are. And at least I, I believe that. And when I'm triggered or something is bubbling inside of me and it's, and it, and I'm putting that focus onto somebody else, Mm -hmm. well, that person is just carrying an aspect of myself that I need to somehow, reconcile with or to love or to pay attention to or 
you know, it's just a, an invitation to, to dive deeper to say, okay, let's pull this apart. Let's find out what this is. Because even though I want to focus that and point it at this other person oh, yeah. external of me, uh-huh. I, I need to take responsibility for myself. And like I said, go back in and figure out what it is, because all that they're doing is magnifying something that's already inside. So now if we reverse that, mm-hmm. right, and we're faced with somebody who is just like, you know, and then that's where you try to stay centered and just realize, you know, have a little bit of empathy for them that, wow, look at the suffering that this person is going through. Yeah. And it's just, it's just, I'm just their mirror right now. And oh my goodness. Yeah. I, uh, <laughs> they, they were not loving this part of themselves. No, you know, that <laughs> happened a while back, you know, a friend of mine, um, you know, we just had a disagreement about something. And at first I was like really mad at her. I was just like, what, how dare you? Blah, 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 blah. And then I took a step back because I talked to you for a bit and you're like, hey, man, maybe, maybe it's a reflection thing, kind of like you said before. And I took a minute to reflect and I was just like, wait, this isn't even about me. This is about something they are figuring out. So I called them and I was like, obviously not reading minds, because obviously I would ask this person. I was like, hey, so we had this encounter the other day and uh, you reacted this way. And and I just took apart from myself and I was like, wow, what was I like at that age? Or how would I react to something like this? And I was like, hey, if it were me at that age, blah, 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 blah. And they're like, how did you know I was feeling the exact same way? <laughs> and I'm like, because I had to dig past my own ego and just be like, oh, this isn't about me. This is, this is a, you know, something they're figuring out or vice versa. You know, I've met people where I'm just like, oh, I'm like, I feel bad that they're going through that thing. And I'm like, oh, wait, I'm like going through the exact same thing. And I didn't even notice. So what a beautiful gift you gave that person, right? They were and, very happy. And we all have that. Yeah. Because we all come with our own little life experiences. And if we just take a minute to just stop and, and remember, oh, you know what? I went through that. And, and you, you said it right there. Get the ego out of the way. Yeah. Not that ego is bad, but but in certain situations, it's just going to push it out of the way and then just say, okay, you know what? I get what this person's going through. I've had this experience and, you know, at the appropriate time, because timing is everything and sharing information, right? Oh, for sure. So at the appropriate time to come back around and say, hey, and then just ask them questions, right? Instead of just telling and barking at them. It's like, oh, hey, for sure. So do you think, you know, blah, 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 are you this blah, blah, yeah, blah, blah? Yeah, I always try to keep an open Kind of just like what you were saying. Yeah. Because you did it beautifully. Because I don't want to be like, this is how you, because, you know, I was asking somebody else. I was like, oh, like, how do I go about this? And, um. And I know in my gut, I was like, you can't tell people how they feel. <laughs> no. I don't care if it seems That's like, the worst, by the that's, way. I, I, people do that. And it's just like, honestly, the worst. I've had people tell that to me. I remember I had a friend of mine who's like, oh, you, but it wasn't even for emotions. It was for something else. I think I had lost my voice for a week. And they're like, oh, she's faking. And I got a concussion. They're like, they're just faking. And I'm just like, what? So, let alone, you know, or people telling me like, oh, this is your sexuality. And I'm like, I didn't like that. Um, so yeah, definitely not telling people how you feel. I'm just very open. And I was like, Hey, in my experience, this is what happened to me. Maybe yours is different. You let me know. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I can totally relate to what you're saying there too, (laughs) where, um, as we were saying earlier, 
when somebody upsets you, you want to come back, like, especially in those codependent relationships, right. Mm. To help break some of that. Yeah. And you want to come back and say, you know, when you do this, I feel this way. Yeah. I've actually had people in my past and these really strong codependent type individuals where I would express, you know, when this happens, I feel this way. Yeah. So I really would like that to stop to happen. Yeah. And then for them to come back and say, no, you don't. You don't feel that way. I'm, I'm like, right, hello. Right. Uh, first I'm like, of all, or, or to tell you your feelings are wrong. And it's like, uh, hello, first of all, they're my feelings. I, you have no idea. You're not in my skin. Not. You're not in my body. No. No. And <laughs> definitely not in my shoes either. But so you can't tell me yeah. that I'm feeling this or not feeling this. Yeah. Exactly. Now, if me sharing my feelings with you makes you uncomfortable, that's a different story. That, that is, that's a whole different thing. <laughs> right. Right. So, so I do find that like when I look back on those experiences that I think it's just that individual because they are so out of touch with themselves. And yes. that's, that's what kind of lends to that whole codependent because they don't know how to be that their self. Yeah. I mean, they, they know how to, they only know how to be them with a plus. Yes. Right. Yeah. So then, that, then that's projected onto somebody else because that's that's their experiment that they're still trying to work through. So when they, um, <laughs> Sherry's got some music going on in her pocket. It's fun. <laughs> it's only school, I promise. <laughs> <laughs> so so when um, when there's faced with that situation, are, are people saying that to you, saying yes. no, you can't be feeling that, or no, that's not you, or or discounting or disrespecting right. your own feelings. I've learned to, to just, you know, take that step back, take a breath and just realize, you know, wow, that's just an indicator for how out of touch they yeah. are with their own feelings. Yeah. To think that they can tell me what I'm feeling and not feeling. Right. Like, oh, logically, you should feel this way. It's like, logically, you'd be wrong. <laughs> like, that's not how feelings work. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I have actually, you know, now that you, you talk about people like out of touch with feelings, have you ever, I don't know, maybe it's, it's just something I noticed, but there are some people that I've noticed where, not that I can't talk to them, but I'm just like, wow, I could just tell you're just very, I don't know. I don't know how to explain it. That like, they are not in touch with their emotions. They're just kind of like, this is fact. This is like, or, you know, I, I had a friend of mine who was like, you know what? I just want to get married, have kids and die. And that was their whole thing. And I was like, geez. And then when I would tell, share with them all these things I'm doing, they're like, that logically doesn't make sense because you'll make this amount of year. And I'm like, wow, you are just, I feel bad for you. You're just like, not feelings are fun watching yeah, and, and it's not just feelings and, and maybe they have a lot more feelings than what we can see on the surface mm-hmm. but but where you know my heart hurts for them is if, if they're planning everything out are they leaving any room for flexibility because life happens it really does, it really like does. And, life, guys. Yeah. And, and life can certainly take us on different crossroads and, and different like Twisty roads into podcasts with Kathleen. Thanks for coming. Yeah, um, right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and some of those adventures could be like life changing and positive and great. Oh, and for sure. Even even when they're hard and you're like, I can't even see my way out of this hole right now. Mm. But when you finally get yourself out of that hole and you look back, you're like, Wow, I was like awesome right? look at that i conquered that and i'm on your side Woo, we, let's go we can take it all we got this yeah 
Oh, that's always a very, yeah, that's a fun feeling. I know that for me because I remember I used to get so worried about the future. And we talked about that in the last podcast. And I'd be like, okay, this is how it's going to go, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, dude, aren't you so glad those opportunities fell through? Because you found so much better options. And that's what I would say. One door closes, another one opens, and it can be even better. Yeah. And it's not to say that we shouldn't have a plan or, or at least aspirations or dreams, because those are great. It's just don't, just <laughs> don't, don't just don't be so rigid look, about them. Look, because I feel like there are people. <laughs> think of it as like a, a scale, right? Like you got people over here who's like, I'm gonna plan every breath that I take, and I already know how I'm gonna die. And then we have like people who are just like, I. I'm just existing. <laughs> <laughs> and, and you know what? I, I have fallen oh, in God. all of those categories at really? one point in my life. <laughs> so when I was younger, I was the planner. Everything by the book. I, I had it. to know exactly what was coming up. That was that 100% thing you said. Well, that was part of it. Yes, because because uh, coming from the, the traumatic childhood that I had, yeah, I needed to feel safe. So having the plan, having this rigid plan and planning it out step by step, that this is exactly how things are going to happen, you know, by golly. Nor would I take up an argument unless I knew I was 100% correct because, golly, I could not be wrong because my self-esteem was on the line. My self-confidence was totally on the line. Yeah. All because this childhood trauma just wiped it all, oh, like, for sure. all confidence, everything away, you know, and how will people love me mm-hmm. if I'm not perfect? How will people love me if I don't accomplish all of these things? Yeah, you know? right. Oh, God, and, I know. And I just love the universe. I love God and the spirit. And it just, they put all the right people in all at the right time. And it may not be so obvious when you're going through it, right? Uh, but as you, you journey through it, and then I learned to not be so rigid. I learned to be flexible. Ooh. I <laughs> Sherry, I was so, like, you have really? to be there Five minutes early. You can't be I, late. You know? And I was so stringent with that. I feel like we all have friends like that because I've definitely had friends like that. I used to be like that, too. Um, I, <laughs> yeah. I'm i going to share a little bit with you guys. So I realized um, I have a little bit of a control problem. A little bit. And I just don't trust people. Uh, but that's a whole different thing. And like I would just be so mad if, if I was ever late. Like, if my if somebody made me late to something, I got so angry, so hyped up, so mad. Or like if I asked somebody like, you know, I had like a birthday party a while back and I, I told my friends, I was like, hey, get these things. And I told my one friend, I was like, hey, get these certain sodas. And I had no reason not to trust my friend. I knew she was going to bring the right things. But for some reason, I couldn't like let my ego out of the way. And I was like, no, somebody's going to mess it up. Everything has to be perfect. I'm going to get the sodas. I'm going to get the chips. I'm going to get all these drinks. And then we had so much extra food. So I'm just, <laughs> I'm, I'm weird in that regard. It's, it's. It's weird. It's something I didn't recognize. Yeah. And, and that's where it's a whole nother conversation. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for, for me, though, with the whole time thing, um, the universe just totally planted in this beautiful soul into my life who is late for everything. Like late, late. And then as my ego is beating me up or and, and I'm like ready to like pounce and I'm like, why we can't be? And I'm like all angst and I'm like, Something in me just calmed me and made me step back and look at the bigger picture. And this beautiful soul wanted to fit so much into their day that it's what made them constantly late I for feel everything. That. And then this beautiful soul also, because they wanted to do so much, 
they it really pained them and hurt them if they had more than one invite for the same date and time because then they wanted to be there all the same time like they really wanted to cut themselves up so they could be (laughs) at all of these places and and on some level that kind of made me a little crazy but then when I slowed down enough and I looked at it I was able to laugh at myself one for being such an anal twit about having to be on time for everything Mm. and it showed me the appreciation for just showing up for the people yeah, showing up for, for whomever comes across, whether it's a person, whether it's an animal, you know, or what have you, but just giving yourself that permission to say, you know what, we're going to plan to be on time because being on time is always polite, but we don't have to be an anal nit about it, right? So if stuff happens, <laughs> you, you go with the flow. You just kind of like, you know, the rock in the river. You just let, let it all flow around you and you just kind of go. Yes. Yeah, it's funny that you, <laughs> I laugh because I <laughs> I was talking to somebody about the same thing, because I would do the exact same thing. I'd be like, hey, let me fit 45 things in 10 minutes and find a way to make it work. And then this person, it was a, somebody older that knew me, and they're like, why do you do that? And I was like, I don't know. And they're like, you got to stop doing that. And like, you know, it just... <laughs> <laughs> I love how you're like, listen, I validate and I understand. But this person's just like, you gotta stop. You gotta get a timer. And I was like, and then it made me neurotic and crazy. And I was like, you know what? Whatever. I'm gonna try and I'm gonna try my <laughs> See now now this version of me, yeah. if I would have came up to you and say, Why are you doing this mm-hmm. to yourself? And then you say, I don't know. I'm like, are you having fun? <laughs> are you having fun? Is this loving of yourself? Oh my god. Are you are. making yourself crazy? I love Do you all like that. crazy? Because if you like crazy, I'll back you up on that. <laughs> but if you're looking for a little peace and a little evenness, yeah. well, maybe you might want to rethink the plan. I like the way you say it. you're like, well, how do you think it? I just yeah. Oh my goodness, that's really funny. But yeah, no, that person was just like stop doing that and they're very and you know you were telling me about like you know people in your life that are very like okay like very like to the point Mm -hmm. and i know this person is very like why are you doing that i was like i don't know why didn't you make that appointment i don't know and they're just like (laughs) you gotta start doing that Uh, i just i'm blessed for some people in my life who are like that they're just like you just gotta yeah and i'm like oh you're right. Yeah, and it's funny how we're all good at telling each other what we got to do. Yeah, right. <laughs> but that it's an opportunity, I think, for just we can listen and receive. Yeah. yeah. And then see, is there value in what they're sharing? And how am I being loving to myself in the situation? Yeah. Right. And then how am I being loving to others? Mm-hmm. So I, I think once we break it down to that way, then then it helps. So if we, we were to come back around then to talking a little bit more about the codependent relationships that we have. Yes. So um, before we even get into the um, putting or setting ourselves up for being just waking up one day, being angry after we were just like so happy and so joyful because we were either so in love or <laughs> life is just so good yeah, that it's like just loving my friends. And well, yeah, me too. But, um, you too. Right, right now, anyway. Um, you know, just loving my friends and just wanting to hang out and just loving the holiday and loving the energy. And, nice. and then all of a sudden to be slammed with with a De- Debbie Downer, if you will. Yeah. Um, 
being loving of ourselves, even when we're up there, just to make sure we're setting good, healthy boundaries, making sure we're getting the sleep that we need, because that's really, really important. Oh, I know you tell me about that. I am. I just want to reinforce the fact that you should probably get seven to eight hours of sleep or what you feel is appropriate and good for your body. Not three hours, not four or five. It has to be more than that. Uh Mm -hmm. Then you're setting yourself up for an emotional downpour, if you will. Ooh, right. Down a little bit. And then just make sure you're being loving of yourself and you're setting good, healthy boundaries. And, and those healthy boundaries are about the sleep. It's all about eating right. It's about telling people, you know, okay, I can do this at this time, but I can't do it at this time. Oh, for sure. You know, setting yeah. up those personal boundaries. You what know, you say? I was going to say that actually a friend of mine who listens to this show she actually shared with something that made sense. And she was talking to like, you know, somebody and they were saying like, listen, if you can't do the basic human functions of like eating, sleeping, drinking water, then it's going to be a lot harder to do the other stuff because you don't have your core, you don't have your core supply. So thank you, listener, for that. I know you're listening. So thank you for that. Because I was like, wow, why am I feeling all weird? But, you know. You know, little insider, you guys probably don't know this app, but this app tracks your water. And like, depending on how much water you drink, that's appropriate for your height and weight and whatever. You know, your plant starts to grow. And I named one after you, Kathleen. (laughs) And your plant has almost died four times. (laughs) And I'm like, I've never even had a plant kind of die. And I've had to resurrect you like three times, like Jesus from the dead. So I'm just like, ooh, just that alone just shows me like, wow, we are not getting the appropriate amount of eating and sleepings. And apparently my breakfast is all sugar. (laughs) Um, Yes, yes. For those out there, please tell me. Do you? You put both fruit with honey. What? The, yeah, yeah. On top of your pancake, along with the syrup. Yeah. Or is it just a fruit and the honey in the pancake? I mean. No. Okay. Here's my here's my thing, right? She's laughing, but here's my thing, right? Because before it all started, I'm gonna make this short. Anyway, I would I would get the fruit on. She's not gonna make this. Short. I am gonna make it short. I put the fruit on a pan, and the fruit on the pan would burn. So I'm like, well, if I put honey on it, it won't burn as much. So I did that, and then I burned my pan anyway. So now I've just been so used to putting honey on fruit that I'm just like, all right, this is the thing to make it into a sauce, I guess. And then I put it on the waffles and I put syrup on it because it adds good texture. And then I put granola and that is what I eat for breakfast with water. Tell me that's not nutritious, delicious breakfast. We got fruit, we got bread, and <laughs> then we got our healthy fats of sugar. Okay. okay. So your your bread or your your, uh, it's your waffle or waffles, yeah. your ego waffle, yeah. when you eat it, it breaks down to sugar. Your syrup is already sugar, so you're just drinking the sugar. Honey, at least, is better than white sugar because, you know, especially if you get raw honey, but if you're microwaving it, you're killing all the great other enzymes that are in the honey. What? And fruit can be really good, but then again, you're microwaving it, so you're killing all the great vitamins in the fruit. So you're really just eating sugar for breakfast. With water. (laughs) (laughs) To wash it all down. That makes it all better. I drank milk with it before. That would help it. Is that also just sugar? <laughs> well, it can be, but, you know. <laughs> Dude, that's why I've you know, you know what, Cherry? You do you. <laughs> <laughs> what? No, no. How are you going to be like, that is so bad for you, and you're probably going to die. Oh, I, did I really say it was bad for you as much as I just said you were eating sugar? Well, eating sugar is not good for you. 
Okay. <laughs> what do you want me to? You know, that's a discussion for a different time. It is a discussion for a different time. Nutrition and you know, help it's break just it down. So in good. fact, I would love for anybody, somebody else, to come in and talk a little bit more about nutrition. Wouldn't that be fun? That would be fun. Yeah, she's yeah. saying it as she's cringing. Listen, if you have another recipe that replaces my waffle regimen because I am addicted to it like crack, then I will gladly take it in. But it's yeah. so good. A whole grain waffle over just a plain old white waffle, that would be helpful, right? Because then you're getting some protein from the actual wheat. Oh, yeah. Because when it's just white wheat, you're losing the protein. I also learned, though, too, and again, I'm sorry, we're just rattling on about other stuff here, but I also learned that there's a big difference between the wheat of days gone by and then the manufactured wheat. So um, way back before we had all these great machinery and whatnot, the wheat would get gathered and sit in the, the fields and it would get rained on and it would open up the like the wheat barrier oh. part of the wheat and and um and then it would get processed and we would have that flour and now it doesn't get rained on, it just goes right to making flour. And with it not opening up like that that wheat berry, if you will, mm-hmm. then there's this really hard husk that's on it that our bodies really can't digest. Oh. And that's why a lot of us are also having wheat issues. Oh, great. Interesting, right? So it's just something I read or saw or something. No, that is, that is very but interesting. But it's like, wow. So sprouted wheat is really what it was. Sprouted whole wheat flour is really what you is want. Is that to what have. you usually get? I, I, I'm investigating. You're I investigating. I'm going to eat my sugar with sugar, but. You enjoy that. Thank you. Does it make you happy? <laughs> hey, if it makes you happy, it makes you it makes me happy, but okay. I'm not satisfied at all during the day. So I will investigate that. Oh, uh, yeah. So then you need a healthy fat to go with it. Ooh, like a bacon. healthy fat. No. Like like Sausage. coconut oil or what? maybe even butter. <laughs> oh, I do put butter on my oil. Avocado I put butter. Really great. Listen, I put butter. I put, I put, I put the syrup. I put the, the honey. I put the, 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 the strawberries and the blueberries. And then I put a layer of butter on the water. On top of all of that, you don't put the butter on the waffle first. And then no, I put it on top. the waffle first. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I'm not. I was crazy. getting kind of grossed out thinking of the slab of butter on top of the fruit. Who do you think I am? I don't know. What? No, I don't slap. All right, all right. You know what? You don't. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Finish your thought. I was just going to say, don't put a slab of butter on my waffle <laughs> like that. I put it as the first layer. I just realized how to make Eggo waffles that they go in a toaster, and now I'm just having fun. Awesome. Fun for breakfast. Yeah, I wish you guys could see her. I know she's not being sarcastic, but she has a certain face where she's like, okay, if that's what you feel like doing, then as there's nothing I can say about that. That is the yeah, face. That, that, that is totally right. <laughs> so if I said I ate 12 candy bars for breakfast, you wouldn't say anything? Hey, you know what? When my kids were little, and we go to my mom, she says, hey, when they're at Granny's, they get to eat cake for breakfast. So who am I to sit here and judge what you eat for breakfast? <laughs> they're your kids! But you know, when they're at Granny's. You're right. Oh, you, I might add a cake to this, too. Maybe a pie on the side. All right, well, good luck with that. Thanks. And I just want to thank everybody for listening. Thanks, tonight. guys, for I listening. I hope you enjoyed our silliness here at the end. We're just so silly. <laughs> Remember that from the first episode, guys? We're so silly. We are so silly. <laughs> Have a great night. Thank you for tuning in. Remember that you are bigger than anything that you're going through or anything that is happening around you.